Hey, Woodward's listeners, Kale here. We'll get you to your regularly scheduled program in a second, but first I wanted to do a little self-promotion. We're up to over 100 posts and 1,000 iTunes downloads at woodwardsdetroit.com, and we want to get a little bit bigger, but we need your help. So if you got mad writing skills and want to talk about sports and pop culture, or you got a badass idea for a podcast, send an email our way at woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. That's woodwardsdetroit at gmail.com. Now let's get you back to what you came here for. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Woodward's Filmcast with Mitch Abba and Colin Ward. Let's go and make the greatest movie ever. Yeah. All right, camera. What the hell is going on? What a piece of junk. That's really not the case here. This is a great script. Look, here's the mic. Now you talk, Toyset. Here's your host, Kale Davidoff. Hey again, guys. Uh, welcome to the uh, Woodward's Filmcast, your Detroit uh, podcast for film, TV, news, and discussion. Um, I am Kale Davidoff. I'm here with my good friends and pals. Colin Lord. And... Mitch I could have sworn you just said Colin Lord. That's <laughs> me. <laughs> like, Colin Lord. <laughs> changed my name. <laughs> Guys, we get together. We get together every week, and we usually see one movie, and we sit around and talk about it in depth. This week, we saw three. We uh, saw Sicario, The Martian, and The Walk. We've already done a podcast on Sicario. Now let's get to The Martian, guys. This was the biggest uh, box office draw of the weekend. It's the Ridley Scott film uh, about uh, Matt Damon being stranded on Mars. Uh, there's been a lot of buzz. We talked about it before about how you know Mars has kind of been in the news with the water findings a week ago, and now this movie has come out. Um, it's a it's a Ridley Scott space movie that's not alien, so a lot of people were very excited for it. Did it deliver? We will talk about it. Um, who wants to get, who wants to go with their initial thoughts on seeing The Martian this weekend? I will. Mitch, I will go. What do you think of this film? Let me first. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a common phrase in, yeah, yeah. in this in this podcast. Is let me preface this. Preface this with. Uh, I saw all three of these movies uh, in one day. Okay. And The Martian was the last movie I saw, so I was a little beat. For obvious reasons, because Sicario was my second, <laughs> the second film I saw, so I had to go right into seeing The Martian, and not really sure what I was going to, you know, be getting. Um, I think this movie is okay, hmm. just okay. It's good, but it's not great as you would think with all the publicity it's getting. Um, there are a lot of things about it that I did not like. And there's a lot that I did like. I, I think my favorite part about it was the science and just how it it explained things to the audience in layman's terms um, very easily. And really? You think so? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which parts do you... Do? Well, so well, we'll, we'll get to the science. <laughs> this is based off a book that's... Yeah, yeah. that's, that's uh, I've heard from people that have read it that it's very, very, very science-y. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I've also and heard that, that, that the book is also accessible, though, for people. And very not, funny. I've heard that the yeah. comedy in both are, are similar. Um, 
you know, I I loved this movie actually. I thought this movie was very fun. Um, I was smiling year to year when when it ended, especially just the, the we're skipping ahead, but the end shot of Earth and then Ridley Scott, directed by Ridley Scott, was really cool at the end. And it made me. It was just a, it's a fun movie about space exploration and how cool it can be. I thought not the it wasn't the worst parts of the movie for me, but I could, I will just say that um, I am not a science kid. I I never took physics. I got C's in all my science classes. I couldn't follow half of the science in this movie. Um, and I don't think that's a knock. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I don't think they dumbed it down. I don't think they, I don't think they made an effort to be like, let's put this in the in the least, in the in the in the least scientific words possible. They just went for it, and I thought that was interesting. And I thought what was cool though, is that there is the sciencey stuff, and then there's just the silliness and the you know, if you were sitting alone on a planet by yourself, how crazy would you get, and what crazy shit would you say? And I like, enjoyed it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it a lot. I don't know, Colin. You know, after Saving Private Ryan, Interstellar, <laughs> and The Martian, uh-huh. Hollywood needs to officially stop saving Matt Damon <laughs> because, come on, <laughs> how many times? Stupid Matt. Who's Damon. the easiest to save? What? Who's the easiest of the three to save? Well, they didn't really save Interstellar. Uh, Matt Interstellar. Damon. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> None of them. They're very hard. Okay, all three yeah, of them. They're all, they're all hard for different reasons. <laughs> but um, that being said, what did you think of this version of uh, rescuing Matt Damon? Yeah, I think I think I'm more agreeing with Mitch here. Uh, it's 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 a fine movie. I'm not mad. I saw it. I laughed a lot. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I think the craftsmanship level is super high here, and I think the best thing about it is really the good balance it has between being funny and being smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Ridley Scott in the screenplay does a really good job juggling those two and making yeah. it accessible. That being said, until today when I was writing notes for th- this movie, I was like, oh yeah, I fucking saw The Martian this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... So it's kind of forgettable for you. It's very forgettable. Okay. But um, I enjoyed watching it and I think my theater enjoyed watching it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, everyone I heard or re- saw it or I was with enjoyed it very much. Um, and it's obviously making a lot of money, which is cool. Second biggest October draw besides Gravity, Gravity which is Gravity. fascinating. I still haven't seen Gravity. Oh, what? Well, yes. You can't. Yeah, what am I going to do now? Watch well, it on now, the screen? Now I can't talk about half my notes no, here. No, I don't even care. You can. <laughs> well, let's talk first. You, you, meant, you, meant, you, meant, you mentioned the screenplay and the balance and all that stuff. It's written by Drew Goddard, who um, he's written Cabin in the Woods, World War Z. He was, he's basically responsible for Daredevil, um, uh, the TV show. I should, oh, that's I, what I, should, I should specify. Wow, <laughs> wow he's really turned you know, things he was around. Also, he's also a writer uh, for Cloverfield, but also I think you know he got his big start with Buffy and Alias. Um, so he had, he has wit to him. There's no question about it, um, mm-hmm. and it really shows up in this film, um, because I think it's easy for a film like this. And and again, I've heard that the book is equally, as, if not more, funny than the movie. But it's easy for a film about being stranded on Mars to make it, especially in this day and age, to make it really scary. And you know, we think Ridley Scott. You say Ridley Scott. Oh, I'm gonna make this movie about a guy stranded on Mars. It's gonna probably be terrifying. And it wasn't, and it was refreshing to me. And I think I knew leading up to it that it was going to be funny because you can see it in the trailers, mm. um, and they marketed it that way. 
Um, and Kristen Wiig's in it. You think she's going to be funny. She's not really funny. But she's great in it. What? I, well, I thought she was good in it, but she wasn't funny. No, no, it's not her fault. She didn't have a role. She made me laugh in she it. She maybe had she like had one line seven or that eight was, lines. Like, didn't she say I hate you guys or something? That was like the only laughing moment I had. Or like, what am I going to do with this? And it was like a picture that proved she that was, he was alive. She was very matter of fact, I thought she was. Fine. She was funny. I, it's not her fault. I wish she had a bigger role. Yeah. Or they just I don't know whatever. But. It, We'll get to supporting roles later. I guess that was my favorite. I just I can't stress that I thought that it was just a. I was smiling and it was like it wasn't even when it's terrifying. And there's like bad moments in this movie where he has to like self surgical remove a piece of metal yeah, from that his happens body, quickly. and that's gruesome. Mm-hmm. And then you know just any movie about oh my god I'm gonna get flown out into the deepest of space and no one's ever gonna find me or my oxygen's you know running out I'm gonna die. I mean you'd think it'd be very terrifying, but for some reason. Some way, it's. I think it's pleasantly not that scary. I, I can see that, cause, but at the same time, I didn't feel that danger. Whereas, like, this is very dangerous. When the, the time I felt the most danger, because, you know, let's face it, we all knew he was going to live, and they're going to get him, and that's the whole story. It's all about human spirit and, yeah. try, you know, triumph of the will. Uh, man, man versus... <laughs> but, I don't think you should say that. Man, man, man versus nature kind of thing. Yeah, no, uh, I gotcha. Versus Mars nature. Mars um, nature. And we all knew he was going to live. Uh, but I never felt that, like, true danger that you should be feeling. Even when he blows up the... the, two, the um, like when all the... when the, the va- Yeah, that happens. When the chamber whatever, blows the chamber up blows and up. all his crops are blown away. Yeah, and everything just gets destroyed. Even when he almost blows himself up by trying to create water with jet fuel, which is, you can do. Even when he is... Even when he, there's a crack in his helmet and he's trying to put duct tape over it to seal it. Like, those are moments where you should be, like, scared as hell. And I was never, like... Nah, he's got this, you know? I think we haven't talked about The Walk yet, but I think similarly they're both two movies where you know that the main character is going to make it. Even though The Martian's not based off a true story, you know Matt Damon's going to make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, it'd, be a really, it'd be a really stupid movie if he died. Yeah, I think. Right. It'd be like, why are we, what's the point <laughs> what of What is this? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's interesting because you, I, I felt more terrified during The Walk than I did during Matt Damon's you know, experience on Mars. So I get what you're saying, Mitch. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. I think really the most gruesome thing for me was at the end when he walks out without a shirt on and there's skinny Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Scared that was like, just maybe he was like, Oh, yeah, he's got all those like something. sores. On yeah. Him. Like that was, that was like not terrifying, but I like, at that point I like kind of felt for him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I think going off, I mean, the screenplay is super strong when it comes to its comedy and science, but when it comes to, having these like moments where it should be intense. I don't think it delivers. And especially to me really didn't deliver on an emotional core for the movie. Like I personally had nothing invested in Matt Damon's character. Like I wanted to see him live obviously because I don't want to see someone die, but like I just, I really couldn't care. Less, which is probably not a good thing to say, but and I can't help but to compare this to the previous two space movies that came out in the previous last few years, Interstellar and Gravity. Mm-hmm. I 100% felt for Sandra Bullock's character in her story arc, although her arc is very simple. Yeah. I felt for it and it delivered on that arc. And 
if you watch Interstellar and don't feel something during that moment when McConaughey is looking at the screen and sees his kids age, that is very emotional. I didn't feel anything during no, Interstellar. I, I, no, but so. I, I get what you're saying because look, I don't I think had, I don't think Interstellar is a great movie, but at that point, that how can you not? Exactly, it's like a weird moment, and yeah, like you get that. I felt the most during The Martian. I felt the most emotional pull and just impact during the scenes where of cooperation between nations and like the, yeah, I agree. And like how everybody was watching and China was helping and all these other people were helping and just I felt that's where I felt the most like um, impact and just like I felt like choked up at times. That was that's that was it for me. Everything else was very. Um, it's like, yeah, they yeah. Got, like so, even when they get him, like when Jessica Chastain yeah. gets him, it's like, oh, okay. And I, but I think the problem with it is, we don't get enough Matt Damon's backstory. We don't get anything about. I mean, we get him. a little bit all. about his parents that he likes his parents, but no very kid, little. no kids, no wife. So, he, well, so here's my thing. He's I, there's nothing at stake for I him haven't besides seen, his own life. I haven't seen Gravity, but is there a love interest? No, no, no. But well, so that's interesting because so look, I'm not. I thought what was cool about this movie was that there wasn't. But at the same time, what would help that? And not not. It doesn't need to be Jessica Chastain, but like what you're saying, he has a family at home or something that he yeah. needs to get back to. Or we or, need to see his parents. Yeah. Or right. <laughs> you no, know, you're right. That that was a, a a thing missing from it. Definitely. So you know, it was one of those things where like, oh, I'm really glad that him and Jessica Chastain aren't like you know, doing it because that would be eye rolling inducing. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, something like that would make it a little more emotional mm-hmm. if he had to get back to her or something, yeah. you know? Um, I, I think part of it is just like, it's kind of meant to be a little emotionless. Like, I think it's supposed to be like, it's just a, it's a science movie it's, more it's than It's a hard sci-fi movie. Um, yeah. But when you're talking about rescuing someone and oh, I actually want, it reminded me a lot about, um, how I felt with Unbroken last year. Well, of course I, I want this guy to get rescued and come back to the U.S. I also had very and while Unbroken was a technically it looked it looked great it was performed well. True story. True story. A lot of the same things I liked about The Martian. I also liked about uh, Unbroken, but that heart was really missing from Unbroken, and I've definitely got the same feeling as I did in the Martian where I was like he can survive and that would be great but like I'm not really cheering <laughs> I guess the more we talk about this too I'm not necessarily I, I don't I still like if this movie was on HBO downstairs right now I'd go I'd sit down and watch yeah, it yeah agree but I see where you guys are coming from especially in also the sense where like one thing I thought about at the end of this film was like what transformation besides physically did Matt Damon go through? Yes. You think of a movie, this is another comp, I think, is obviously Castaway. I think you could absolutely make a comp a comparison between those two. And you think Tom Hanks' character, and there's such, there's way more of like, his he goes somewhere, he grows in ways, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Matt Damon is just kind of like the smartest guy alive right away. The smartest guy on the planet. You know what I mean? It's like he didn't really like in and and he is specializing in what he's like he's he already specializes in what he needs to do to survive. Yeah. And he's generally accepted as like the best guy in the world. You know what I mean? Like there's no like 
he's not like character building throughout the movie. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. he was if he was kind if we had if we had time earlier in the movie to realize, oh, he's kind of a piece of crap or he's selfish or something, but then he realizes later in the movie that, oh, I really need people and all that. I mean, it could be cheesy, but there's at least some sort of development there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um that was another thing where it's like he didn't really go any I mean who yeah. who grows the most in this movie? Jeff Daniels, maybe. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Bean. I thought it was great. Sean Bean was great. Like the, the cast, like, the cast, the, the supporting this cast, cast is, is ridiculous yeah. too. You can't make a bad movie with this cast. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, it's impossible. I think I think that's the strongest point of this movie, besides the good science, is the supporting cast. The supporting cast is really, really good in this movie, and it that's where I, that's where I think that's what I like the most about it was the teamwork of trying to get, you know, save his life and get him. What what do we do to get him back, and how do we approach this? You know, and tell like approach What's the this politically and politically, stuff this? Yeah, and, and, politically like, right. and you know scientifically. It, I, that's what I like the mm-hmm. most. Maybe it's more of a social movie than it is about Matt Damon at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, maybe it's. Is it a political movie? And it's well, like, hey, we should thing. work like, together. We should, we should work together. We should go yeah. towards Mars. We should do things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I think every actor does a good job in the supporting cast, and it's good. But I think the writing for each character is really inconsistent like I think Matt Damon Jessica Chastain Sean Bean Chris and Wig all have pretty well written characters for their characters mm-hmm. but then you get people like Kate Mara Sebastian Stan and the other guy who's on the ship that are just really well, generic and you know what stock characters who end up kissing, kissing at some yeah, point see, it's that's, like really, why the fuck right, do I need right. this you wonder if there's there's like, if is there a three Stuff and a half hour out, director yeah. cut of this movie? Because you don't see those characters for most well, of the movie. Knowing Ridley Scott, yeah, there probably is. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. This movie. Yeah. Um, I I thought the best of of that crew besides uh, Jessica Chastain was Michael Pena. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. We we saw an Ant Man this year. Um, kill it. Uh, he, he's great. Uh, I thought he was really good in this movie. Um. He was very, he was very tender, and he was very like very human. Human, yeah. It was like crazy um, how how well he portrayed that character. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody was very human in this, despite even as like yeah, the it's like villain, who is the bad the guy? The bad guy is Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, but he right. is still, not even. But yeah. Not, yeah, but he's still like yeah. We have to save his life, like. But it's he's more of like a geez. I don't want to destroy what we've yeah what we've built. I'm not going to risk six lives to I, save one, but. He finally comes around and is like, yeah, this is actually what we should be doing. Yeah, I loved his speech about, you know, trying to keep NASA funded and keep it important and relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like definitely saw where he was coming from there. So I don't, yeah, I, at first he's a little bit like like in your way kind of guy, but you definitely see where he's coming from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's having a big month. Uh, he's, yeah, he, he has this and he has Steve Jobs coming out mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, right? Not this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Andy was on ESPN the other day, <laughs> you know, talking about how hard it is to be a Lions fan. So he's he's uh, having a big month. Um, I kind of felt like this movie. Speaking of Jeff Daniels yeah. and Steve Jobs, this was kind of like Aaron Sorkin goes to space. It, it was no, it, it, it was. It, it really was. Um, which I don't think is personally a knock because no, I, I, I like Aaron Sorkin. I know people don't. No, but. but it's that it's that it's that it's so damn funny and how is it that smart and funny and it's it's like you know that mix. Yeah, I, it's really well written because yeah. it's every everyone's witty. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of that thing. Yeah, and like what Mitch said, it's you know people coming together and working together for ideas, which is a very 
Sorkin consistent thing, thing for Sorkin yeah, to write about. Absolutely. Um, I think Colin, I speak for Colin and I when I think the biggest knock on this movie is that Matt Damon's character doesn't like disco. <laughs> you immediately lost me. I mean, what is that? Why? There's a million worse things you could be listening to than yeah. disco. And also, I didn't. It's like if you're gonna dog disco, don't be like, don't you have anything from this century? Like somehow, <laughs> yeah. somehow, modern music is way better than yeah. Right. Well, Donna well, Summer. They don't or really something. say when this takes place. I'm assuming like the 2030s or so. So um, my friends thought this took place now. My friends were like, "This is 2015, right?" No, well, no, because we can't fucking go to <laughs> Mars now. Nice <laughs> yeah. And the space station they have is like, you know, 2001: Space Odyssey. Yeah. Look, like. look, I am not a science guy. My friends are all idiots too. So, <laughs> look. No, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I didn't really understand it. Like these characters must have been born now ish, or you know, five to ten years ago, like. Which makes it even cooler that Jessica Chastain yeah, listens to Donna exactly. Summer. So why are they watching Happy Days? And why are they watching like all this crap? I, I just, I'm that not was saying funny. that's crap, but you know, there's not realistic that they would be into that. But Well, anyway. you know what's not realistic to me is that there's only one person's type of music on board. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, what? Come on. Well, you guys are traveling like a year and a half to Kale, go to Mars. Kale, no, what, you didn't bring an iPod? Kale, they like science. They don't like music. You know, I buy, I buy that though, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's every time like I hear like Donna Summer at Thelma Houston in the background, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Matt Damon's like, ugh. But I'm like, nope, I'm living yeah, for this. Get right up now. and dance with your potatoes, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised. So at the end of the credits, they did play I Will Survive, which was like the <laughs> obvious choice. Yeah. Surprised we didn't get any staying alive, though. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, guys. Where is that? Just add them all in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's got, if, if she likes disco, that has got to be on her playlist. Oh, right? it's somewhere in there. You know, yeah. he's play, he's got to be playing that a lot. It's a motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I was I wanted the German he, him to find like the German music and have it be just a bunch of like like eighties nineties German dark pop you know like <laughs> right, electro yeah, pop yeah, yeah, like yeah. Kraftwerk. Did you guys did you guys get the sense that the German guy was going to be the villain like he was going to turn on everyone or something? No, I asked this because my, my friends were like I saw this with like three or four people and they were all like, did you guys get the sense that that guy was going to be a bad guy? Wait, and, what German guy? He didn't have an accent, really, no, but he, did, yeah, he, he was, was just, German. He, he had the he was, flag on his... He was very... Uh, I don't know. What, which actor was that? Mac, Max something. What was his name? Mackenzie uh, no. <laughs> Mackenzie Davis? <laughs> <laughs> she transformed for this role. No, but it was... Uh, Callan, it was very... like They mentioned it once that like he's from Germany. It was very weird. And then he had a, he had a Was he a part of the crew? Yeah. Oh, like the bald head guy? With yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, never the villain. There were no, well, there were no villains in there. No, but no, because I think I I didn't get the sense, but my friends did. I think because he was like it was like weird. They're like, why do they say he's from a different country and like why he doesn't have any lines? He's kind of just sitting there in the background. It was his character was like he didn't do anything, and you're like waiting for him to like you know pull an Armageddon and like pull out a gun. In space, <laughs> which is the worst <laughs> thing in the world. His name is uh, the actor's name is Axel Henny. Axel spelled A K S E L, so you know he's German. Oh, no, no, Norwegian. He, he's Norwegian. He oh. did like the flips with his kids and like the water spouting. Like he was a fun guy. Yeah. He was nowhere near a bad guy. I, I don't know. I think that everyone was expecting someone on that ship well, to be like, "We're not going. Yeah. I'm not going back for that piece of shit." 
Hey guys, Kale here. Just wanted to interrupt real quick to remind you that you can now find us on YouTube. That's right. You can go to youtube.com and search World Words Detroit, where we've got clips from the podcast you love, we got bonus content you've never heard, and we've got some really cool videos on there as well. So find us on YouTube. And you know what? Here's a friendly reminder to follow us on Twitter at WordWordsDT, to like us on Facebook, and rate and review us on iTunes as well. Okay, back to the show. Um, that's so, um, that's pretty much it. You guys have seen Gravity. It's better than this. Did you guys enjoy that better than this? It is similar and different in the fact that it is a survival movie. But I also liked that The Martian went in like this really good area, I think, for a blockbuster to be accessible comedy wise and science wise yeah, yeah. and not be like an arty artsy movie like gravity was although gravity made more money made more money that's really so interesting <laughs> and, that, that, and the, Gra- gravity is an anomaly where like it's an i haven't seen it but everyone's like it's an art film mm-hmm. but it, it made is. the most money ever in october you know and, it, and it's also not like so like experimental and like wacky as interstellar so like find a it found a good medium yeah. to be a good crowd pleaser and i haven't met anyone who is like really overtly against the martian yet it's, yeah. not, it's not boring you know what i mean like yeah. it's not because i could i felt bored at times but it's not like i wouldn't i would not recommend it yeah i mean right okay yeah. my my next like superlative question is in in terms of of mr ridley scott i mean because i think this is one of his best films in a long time to be oh honest yeah, with you. yeah for sure um and, and I'm not like I'm not a like I liked American Gangster a lot. Um, I'm not like I like Prometheus. We talked. I mean, I I like those movies, um, but I still think that just all around this is his best film since. I'd have to look. Well, I mean, <laughs> for he's, me, he's made a lot. For that's me, my honestly, point. for me, it's Matchstick Men. And what's funny about that is that's one of his other movies that's like strangely comedic. Um. And I kind of wish, I mean, I know he's getting up there and he's kind of going to just do Alien for the rest of his life, but he's really good at this. Like, he's really good at fun <laughs> because he's not known for that. He yeah. didn't start, his career is not launched by fun movies um, in terms of, you know, they're usually scary and dark. They're either, you know, they're either Blade Runner or Black Hawk Down or uh, Gladiator. Um, but, you know, The Martian was really fun and it's my favorite of his since, I think, Matchstick Man, which was like... yeah. You know, a really fun movie too that was very condensed and unridly Scott-like, so to speak. I haven't seen Matchstick Men. Um, I'm looking at his other stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen Kingdom of Heaven, which is different in the sense that it was a cru- you know you don't see very many Crusader movies, which I kind of liked, but it's not a great movie. I heard that the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven is really good. Yeah. But I like Kingdom of Heaven. The studio cut of Kingdom of Heaven is not good. See, I'm one of those guys. I'm just saying, because this is what te- I think it's a testament to this movie in, my, in the way that I enjoyed it, because I, I love Ridley Scott. I don't hate Robin Hood. I don't hate American Gangster. I don't hate Kingdom of Heaven. These are a lot of movies that people were really disappointed by, but I, I like them all. They're pretty forgettable movies, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I really enjoyed the design of Robin Hood. I thought Mark Strong kind of stole Robin Hood too, and um, I don't know, but but you're right. I I, I mean, I agree with that. I mean, some it was so many of his early movies, and even Gladiator, um, are so iconic, and you remember them forever. Yeah, Gladiator's um, probably the last one that. that oh yeah, that's true. That I, would, I would say that's probably his to. last great 
film. And before that was Thelma and Louise. Which, yeah, everyone forgets he directed. Yeah. Yep. Every 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every 10 years he makes well, a great movie. It shows you how just an inconsistent filmmaker he is, which is yeah, so but, unfortunate. But I love it because when he's good, he's really good. It's like, and how I, is this the same guy who did Exodus? Like, how? Yeah, did you see that? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will beat the Prince of Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, what about Donald Glover? That's another. It, it's another one of those things where, like, I gotta see the four-hour director cut because he had to have had more scenes, don't you think? Yeah, he's such a crucial part of this movie, and I think he does a good job. In you it know, he's too. amazing. It Again, it's, it's like Kristen Wiig. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's just, it's just <laughs> that he's not there. Really. Yeah, he's got like two scenes basically, and he saves the day. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird. I mean, don't you think the guy who solves it is not even involved for most of the movie? Mm-hmm. And I was a little confused on, like, where... I, it's hard to understand, like, wait, where did he... Who is he working under, and where is, is he NASA physically? Like, did, did he work for the Jet Propulsion Lab, or did he work for... I don't know. It was, it was confusing. It was, yeah, some of that stuff was confusing. Like, Which I'm tell, I wonder. There's, there's got to be that, that patented, patented uh, Ridley Scott director's cut somewhere. I imagine there is. Because you don't think Donald Glover would... You think he'd get a bigger role than just... I don't know. Well, you think Kate Mara would, too. And then, I don't know. Yeah, you would. She I don't like know. Her four lines. Yeah. <laughs> and I still don't know what's wrong with that. So whenever I look at Kate Mara, I'm just like, she looks nothing like her sister to me, and something about her face is she looks really, really un- weird. She looks really uncomfortable. On yeah, she's always like, 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 like her face is like stretched on her skull. <laughs> no, she just looks. She, <laughs> that oh. makes any sense. No, but she all, looks but it, well. She looks uncomfortable. I always felt that watching her. Yeah. I mean. Um, it's been an interesting year for her too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, ever since Kevin Spacey pushed her in front of a train, her career has not. <laughs> wait, wait, which which movie is that? It's in House of Cards. Oh, sorry, spoiler! Spoilers. I'm sorry if you are not caught up on that. That's your own am, damn fault. Well, <laughs> I'll get to it. <laughs> All right, closing thoughts on The Martian. Like I said, um, would you recommend you? you I recommend, I recommend it. it. Yeah, I recommend too. it. It's fun. Um, I don't think it's as good as people are like really touting it to be, but it's fun. There's great supporting roles. I liked a lot of the themes in it. Um, I don't think Matt Damon is amazing in it. I, he's fine. Um, I like the science, but at times I felt a little bored and my eye, you know, rolling my eyes a few times and, uh, there was never any sense of danger. So um, even at the scene where he blows up the the pressurized tube and then, you know, makeshifts a door with the tarp that keeps blowing. And like, that's like the, the most crucial, like probably Matt Damon's best scene is when he's going through his rations and that tarp just keeps like blowing really hard because he knows scene, at yeah. any second he could just die. Yeah. And, but even still, I was like, that's not going to happen. You know, it's, it it's not going to happen. No. So, but I would recommend it. It's good. Yeah, okay, I, it's okay. Good, good. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would recommend it too. I think it's a, it's a good movie for you know anyone who just wants to be you know entertained for a while. I don't think it's great, and I think it's going to be forgotten <laughs> in yeah. you know maybe in the next maybe. few months. I think so. Uh, I mean, we, we, when you when you think about it, gravity will be talked about for decades. Yeah. This movie will be forgotten in a few years. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I recommend honesty. it. I recommend it for sure. I think, you know, we've been doing this kind of every movie now. It's like Oscars, what's going to go on here? I don't, do you guys see anything? Anyone? Uh, best adapted screenplay. Oh, that's, you know what? Yeah, that's, that's true. That, it probably will possible. win that too. Which is so unfortunate because it's like such a mixed bag on a screenplay. I hear it's very faithful to the, um, to the book by Andy Weir though. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Um, um I don't know, and like some of the like the blogs I'm reading, like people are just eating this up, and they think it's gonna be nominated what? for best picture. I think it and... could get nominated for best picture. It's not gonna win though. Oh no, no, it would never win. No. But I would be shocked if this is nominated for. Best I would picture. too. I would I, too. It's just I don't even think like I, like I think I won't crack my top ten for the year. I already know that. Well, there's got to be you know yeah, there's, there's, you're always you're always thinking about that. What's the you know what's the token. Uh, blockbuster quote unquote movie that they're gonna throw in there. It better be Mad Max. And it's gonna, it's like you, you think about it right now. It's gonna be Mad Max, probably. You know, maybe Star Wars if it's if Star yeah. Wars is amazing. Yeah. You know, or maybe both of them. But like, <clears throat> I I guess my point is, it's this Mad Max is way better than this movie as much as I liked The Martian. They um, look the same. <laughs> they, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Um, I expected to see like like parade of cars. Going <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think that this is a very this is very much a Kennedy era movie. And what I mean by that is I think that I don't mean this as a knock. I think I think it's kind of like a nineties movie and because I think people born in that time were love this movie. I, did you go with your parents, Mitch? Yeah, I, I did. Did I they know. like it? Uh, I think they liked it for the most part. I mean, like, the they're first, not huge sci-fi fans, but I think they enjoyed it. But it's a very much American spirit, world spirit, let's get together and go to space kind of movie. And it's like positive. And that's why I think it's it's resonating with a lot of people and that's why i recommend it i recommend it to, i'm serious this is for everyone like you i could bring my 13 year old cousin to this movie and i could bring my exactly. middle-aged parents to this movie and I, I think everyone would kind of enjoy it in some way i didn't know they could say fuck over three times in a pg-13 movie though they say it quite a bit and they mouth it. usually it's two but i i think they say it three times well, two's the rule, I think, but I have no and idea. They also have the MPA is violence, a joke, so I, mean, I have that, no idea. It's a pretty violent, like the gore, surgical scene. The gore, yeah, yeah. that's a, that's pretty violent. Too. That happens really quick too, which I guess is kind of nice. Yeah, get it over with. All right, one more one more stupid question for you guys: Who's smarter, Mark Watney or Will Hunting? <laughs> you got to take into consideration how old <laughs> Will Hunting is in that movie, and what year they both existed. I would say Will Hunting. I don't see Will Hunting uh, lighting jet fuel to create water. Wasn't he a physics plants. dude? Wasn't I don't it? see him doing it, but I think he would well, know how to do that's it. That's chemistry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I think maybe I think Mark Waddy's more um, a rebel. Well, a he's a rebel in the science. He's more of a doer, and and uh, Will Hunting can write on that chalkboard. Yeah. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> one's a janitor. One's hey. an astronaut. Well, here's, I I think I could learn how to you know grow a potato if I needed to with your own shit. Oh, so yeah, oh, yeah. I think I could do that. I, that that I knew was you need some good manure. Hey, you need some good shit for, 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 for a fertilizer. I knew that. I don't know anything that he wrote on that chalkboard. I don't even know how to. Comprehend, that's that's true. See, that's true. That. I you think know, I have a better understanding of. Yeah, that's true. But there's. There's an, see, see, I, here's my thing. You need to that, be able to apply your intelligence. Here's my, if you're but, just writing but, it out. <laughs> but here's my thing. Do you think Will Hunt, who would have a better shot at making a spaceship? Mark Watney. Oh, I would say it's all math. 
What, what so was, was Will Hunting's thing? Was, was Will Hunting's thing physics? Is that was that what it was? It was just math. It's math. Just general Which, math. But physics yeah. is math. Yes, I think. Well, there's math and physics for sure. <laughs> As I said earlier in the podcast, I never took physics. <laughs> yeah. Physics is everything. Well, I'd like to see. I would like to see Jimmy Fallon get Matt Damon on, and then have both of you know have two of them together, and they have like some fake quiz bowl thing because I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Everyone, you know, everyone's doing the interstellar comparison of Matt Damon. Everyone's doing the Saving Private Ryan comparison of Matt Damon. But you know, what about Baby Genius Will mm-hmm. Hunting? That's what I want to know. Who would win in a in a quiz bowl? history trip and then and then they have Amer- to and then they have to actually engineer something yeah and i think that's why i think mark watney is smarter because he's actually an engineer whereas will hunting never shows that he could build anything or apply his knowledge yeah he's more charismatic to, mark watney yeah mark watney yeah so that's why i would say he's smarter yeah he can apply it he'll build something but Watney's also older than that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the potential and, and, for learning and is... supposedly probably forty years in the future where like things are, <laughs> yeah. you know, you did, yeah. If, you know, if Will Hunting have access took, to the internet, yeah, or took a college course, yeah. Would this movie <laughs> would this movie be any different if Robin Williams was there <laughs> uh, <laughs> giving him advice? Better <laughs> giving him advice with a beard. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> throw Robin Williams in anything. It's but. not your fault. It's Jessica Chastain's. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the other way around. Oh. Matt, Matt Damon gets back to Jessica Chastain. She's crying. He goes, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Well, he does say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not their fault. Actually, one of the, 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 the line, they both, you know, touched each other's helmets in the middle of space. And he goes, you have terrible taste in music. I wanted her to go, you have terrible dental hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell your breath through the two smoke. astronaut helmets. <laughs> And space. <laughs> where, where you can't smell. <laughs> All right, space, cool. no one can smell. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have expected... In like, space, no one can brush I, your teeth. I have expected the Hermes... Was it Hermes? Aries. The Herpes. Aries. Herpes. <laughs> the Herpes one. I have expected... <laughs> 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 oh, I have ex- I have expected the Ares Five mission when they were going off to then like you know have them going off, like off into space and then the alien thing to come yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> the they're screen. all connected. Yeah, they're all connected. <laughs> same universe. Yeah. Like aliens just gonna burst out of somebody's stomach. <laughs> Mark Watney gets back. He meets up with Will Hunting and he says, Will, I got this great idea for a robot and I need your help. And he draws it. I sketches it out. And it's Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. And then it all connects. It all connects. I right? think we're onto something. This is the next movie that we need to make. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Kingdom of Heaven already occurred. So <laughs> they're still in the same universe. Yes, we got yes. it. Okay. That's, that's about it for The Martian. Um, we'd love to hear what you think. Send us an email at woodwardsfilmcast at gmail.com or hit us up at Twitter at woodwardsdt. We'll be uh, back next week with another movie. Um, and we are also doing Sicario and The Walk, so be sure to check those up on iTunes at the website at woodwardsdetroit.com. For Colin and Mitch, I am Kale. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Marvin the Martian says bye. Okay. This has been a Woodward's Detroit.com production. 
your Detroit Avenue to alternative pop culture talk.